So you're a woman beyond 50. What is standing between you and the dreams that you have in your heart? I'll tell you, it's the story that you're telling yourself. This podcast is about keeping our hearts awake and open to love because those stories are what closes your heart and keeps it locked up tightly. It takes courage every day to face those stories, about 15 minutes a day only, in fact. I'm Bernice McDonald, Courageous Happiness Coach, and that's the journey that I'm on in this life. I want you to find your heart again, to find the real you, the amazing, courageous, loving, crazy, sexy woman that you were meant to be. Yep, even after 50. You ready? Okay, come on in. Let's take those 15 minutes right now. Welcome back, lovely ladies. I am so glad to have you back to our podcast, Open to Love Again. You are on a journey embracing the courage to be happy. I want you to find your happy So often after 50, it's easy to lose it. And the way and the reason we lose it is because of the story that we tell ourselves. The story is about us. The story is about our hearts. Now remember, you are a heart walking on a path from birth to death. On that path are many moments along your way. Many of them are precious moments, loving moments, good moments. But some of them have all of these boulders and uh, rocks coming at us, bombs going off. How you decide, and it is your decision because you are a heart. Remember, a beautiful, precious heart that's smart and kind and wise. You make the decisions about how you are going to handle the stories coming at you. Don't you just love chick flicks? I know we get a lot of hard uh, teasing about chick flicks and how we as women love to watch them. And I find the most surprising ladies who enjoy all of the Hallmark movies that come on, um, they just like to sit and watch because they're usually clean, they're usually not violent, they are movies that... um, remind us of our hearts, remind us of love and romance and all of the things that are magical in life. Well, I want to talk to you about one of my favorite chick flicks today, and we're going to look at the story of Maggie in Runaway Bride. Remember that one? If you haven't watched that for a while, uh, the movie with Richard Gere and Julia Roberts, go back and watch it because we are going to look at Maggie and her story and why she was a runaway bride. Did you know that chick flicks can teach us so much about who we are and about how we respond to life? Once you know about stories, about the things that we believe, you are going to be able to pick that out in the movies that you watch. You are going to be able to see the action of the people and know that's tied to a story. You are going to be able to see the feelings that come out and know it's like that balloon, remember, tied to the chair. The balloon is the emotion. The chair is the story. 
that you're telling yourself. And many times those stories are not positive. You get them from the bombs and the rocks and the boulders that are thrown at you along your path, along your journey. Now your journey is the same as Maggie in Runaway Bride. You want to get to a place of love. Whether that's romantic love, that is totally up for you to decide. I hope it is because we all need a partner. We all need somebody to watch our backs, somebody to build into, somebody to be happy with. But if not, this is actually the first step you need to take anyways, which is what we're going to see in the story of The Runaway Bride. The first thing you need to do is, now remember the two things about life being simple. One is how you see yourself, and two is how you see others. We're going to look at how Maggie looked at those two things in her story and how they affected her. Now Maggie was a daughter she was a fiance three times. She was a granddaughter. She was a friend and she lived in a small town and she worked in a hardware store. She was good at what she did. She related to the people. She seemed to be pretty happy. The only thing about Maggie is that she was adapting to everybody else. She was not sure exactly what it was that she believed about herself, and she was lost that way. She didn't realize that what she was doing was becoming what everybody else wanted her to be. Now, this is the story of the um, bad fairy in our lives. The bad fairy is somebody who will come along and will tell us who we need to be instead of encouraging us to be ourselves. Now, the bad fairy in this case, uh, Maggie had lots of different people being her bad fairies who would tell her. And she had, for some reason, over the, the stretch of her life on her path, had allowed people to come to the place where they were telling her, her parents, for one thing, her grandmother, who were telling her who she was and how she reacted. Her friend told her that she was a flirt. Her dad teased her about the fact that, well, it's just always what you do. You leave your men at the altar. I don't know why I'm putting out all this money for you for another wedding because you're just going to run away again. And Maggie was totally on board with this. Her story really falls into the I am not enough story or I always do this story. This is just the way I am. She didn't want to be there. We know that by the questions she asked to the other people in her life, but she was there. And the one clue, well, along comes Ike, right? The reporter who wants to find out who is, uh, what the reason is behind this runaway bride who runs away every time she gets to the altar. And so he comes looking for her in this small town and he becomes her handsome prince. Now, remember the story of Sleeping Beauty. Maggie's heart was asleep. She had decided that her own heart was not valuable enough just as it was. In fact, she didn't even know 
what she wanted or who she was. She had put her heart to sleep. She had technically built the wall of thorns around her heart, just like in the Sleeping Beauty story, not allowing anybody in. And the fear dragon was roaring outside to protect anybody from getting in her heart. Maggie told her story, part of her story of not being enough is, I need to adapt. I need to be what these people tell me to be, or I'm not going to be loved. And that was the fear. That was what her fear dragon was, was roaring at her. The fire coming over her was that if I don't do this, I'm going to be alone and I won't be loved. Can you relate to that at all? I know I sure could. I still battle with that very thing. If I'm not enough, I won't be loved. That's the universal uh, two biggest fears that everybody in the world has. Anyways, I want to tell you that Ike came along, but Ike, and Ike may have been the handsome prince, but he was not the number one kiss that woke up Maggie's heart. She had to discover the first principle in becoming independent, and that is to realize how she saw herself and how she saw others. And she realized others were like her enemies. If she didn't please them, they wouldn't love her. And she realized, too, that she wasn't being true to herself. The reason she would run from the altar is that she got scared. She didn't feel as if she was being totally herself. In fact, one thing that Richard Gere or Ike points out to her is that she doesn't even know how she liked her eggs. With each fiancé, she liked her eggs a different way. With each fiancé, she wanted to go on a different honeymoon. She loved what they loved. She would adapt herself to that. He saw into her heart. He was her rescuer. Now, I don't want you to think that a man is our rescuer because a man comes along to be our partner, to be that person in life who watches our backs. But he is not our rescuer. We need to, because remember, nobody else can walk that path for you. You can only walk your own path, which is what Maggie had to discover. She had to walk her own path. Now, she fell for Ike and, in tradition, ran from him at the altar because she wasn't quite there yet. Maggie needed to kiss herself awake. She needed to begin to wake her heart up and get rid of the briar around the castle. So what did she do? I love this part. She tests out all the eggs, all different kinds of eggs that she had in her uh, repertoire to see which ones she liked. Now, just take a step back. Maggie's purpose was to get herself straight, was to find out who she was. That was her big why for changing her story and, and waking her heart up. Then she went into the second power pillar that we talked about last time, the power pillar of hope, of uh, truth. The power pillar that says the truth is Maggie began to 
look for what was true about her. She had particular tastes. She chose Eggs Benedict as the egg she liked the best. She got into her art. She realized how much creating art out of the very tools that were surrounding her in her hardware store became something that overflowed her heart and made her happy. So she started to create the art and began to sell it in the city. After she pulled those things out of herself and began to talk to the people around her and tell them what she would and would not do any longer. She apologized where she needed to. She hugged. She uh, made amends. She did all kinds of things, establishing the fact that she was going to be living in a different way from here on in. And then she went to Ike and she offered a new story to him. She proved to him that she realized and thanked him with so much gratitude that he had woken her up to realize that she didn't know who she was. And now she did. And she was ready to make a commitment. This is a very, very important key part of our truth-filled action, the third pillar in uh, the third power pillar for changing our story and living in a new story. Maggie took some really strong actions. She found out who she was. She uh, began to explore um, creativity um, avenues that she enjoyed. And she started to build different relationships with the people around her, including an intimacy relationship. And the difference there was that she approached that relationship not now from the place where oh, I just want to be everything you want me to be, but instead of presenting herself as this is who I am. I am not perfect, but I know who I am and this is how I stand up in life. If you can join me in that, if you can walk with me, beside me on your path, and we can find our happiness together, then let's do that. But I leave the choice to you. And that's what she did. Now, I am going to attach a worksheet here for you. Because what I want you to do is I want you to start your own hope filled action. I want you to decide your big why it's important for you at this point, to actually begin to change your story. You need to realize that and you need to grab onto that. One way of doing that is to think, where will I be in 10 years if I stay exactly the same as I am now? If I'm hiding my heart, if I'm building that wall of thorns thicker and higher than ever over the next 10 years, think of how massive it could be. Who am I going to be? Will I be happy? Will I have used the next 10 years to the best of my ability to become everything that I have the potential to be? That's what I want you to look at as you begin to look at your old story and your new story. This is part, the beginning of your hope-filled action toward going for your dreams and getting to where you want to go. I have so much hope for you. I did it. 
and I am now in a part of my story that I am moving myself towards a place where I am not going to hold back anymore. I am not going to hide my heart. I am going to put my heart out there and I am going to focus on my big why, which is to help you discover the way to your heart and to put yourself out there. Imagine how we could change the world. If we are smiling and giving and loving with everyone around us. All right, enough for now. Go watch. Here's your hope-filled action for tonight and tomorrow. Go and watch Runaway Bride again and think about Maggie and all she went through and the, the realizations she came to. And then look at this worksheet. Either print it and fill it out yourself, whatever suits you, or just make some notes in your phone about what you know your old story was, is, that you're living in, what the truth is, and what you want your new story to be. That's all for now. All right, I will be talking to you again very soon. Mwah! Love you lots. Thanks for being here. And... Happy walking on this courageous journey. <laughs>